podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Match preview, Burnley versus West Ham, the uh, the game that I think most West Ham fans are generally a little bit anxious about because of Burnley's form and where they are in the league. Look, if, if a player hasn't scored in about 100 games, right, enter West Ham, he'll score a hat-trick. And we, we've seen that before. We've seen it with teams that are struggling. West Ham just seems to be the gift that comes along. Um, so it's, I think everyone can be forgiven for, for feeling a little bit of that. Uh, I certainly have been anyway uh, this week, sort of going into it. A lot of people have been saying to me, Oh, Burnley, yeah, you'll be all right at three points. And you kind of think, yeah, we really should. But yeah, that's been the back of my mind. Um, but uh, it's a big game. Let's make no mistake. It is a big game because it's one of those that gives West Ham the opportunity to get, to get some valuable points on the board, to keep pushing. You know, if you if teams below, especially teams that are struggling, West Ham home and away, I've got to be beating them. So pressure's on a little bit here. We've got, we've got to get a result. But um, uh, I don't know. I, I've It's hard to be... But brimming with confidence at the moment, because obviously we haven't been exceptional this season. You know, we've had a bad run of form. But um, considering the fact that we've come off the back um, of a couple of re- decent results and against Olympiacos and Nottingham Forest before the international break, you'd like to think that we're going into this with our tails up a little bit. Um, and of course, uh, it leads us into a couple of other games as well. We've got back at Topola on Thursday, then we've got um, Crystal Palace on Sunday. I mean, these are, these are three games that West Ham realistically can get results at uh, and can get maximum points. So... Um, yeah, big start of a big week, you feel, uh, for West Ham, uh, especially over our uh, hectic uh, winter schedule. Um, but let's talk about Burnley. Let's talk about Burnley before we uh, go into West Ham. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed, actually, in Burnley this season. I think, uh, I, think, I, I, I think the neutral would be in terms of uh, what we saw last season in the Championship. Really impressed with them. I mean, I, I thought that Vincent Company did an exceptional job coming into that football club totally changed the philosophy of it. You know, if you think of Burnley, especially as a Premier League outfit, as, um, of how they did very well, I'm not, I'm not knocking them at all. I think they've done remarkably well the last few years as a football club. Of course, they got relegated, but they they, they, they were in the Premier League for a long time. They got, you know, top half finish, they got into Europe. They, they did really well. Sean Dyche did a, a remarkable job at Burnley. Um, but to think that they went down to the Championship and basically just rebranded the whole club and, and, and completely changed their philosophy of play, the, 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 the recruitment, the sort of players they had at the club. I think it's really commendable. And, you know, what a season they had in the Championship. So I think it's fair to say that their Premier League venture so far has been disappointing. I was expecting a bit more. I was expecting quite a bounce from them this season. I was expecting you know, that momentum that you get from promotion. We had it, I remember when we came up um, under Alan Pardew, we came up via the playoffs. Um, I think we beat Preston, didn't we? Bobby Zamora scored. We came up that second season. We uh, that, that season, sorry, and we finished ninth in the Premier League. We got to the FA Cup final. It, I, I kind of had that feeling Burnley would be similar. That would have that momentum, that run in the Premier League, but it just hasn't happened. They've really struggled. Um, but I, but I'm not discrediting them in terms of uh, what they've done. I think Vincent Company's still an excellent manager, and I think they're uh, you know done really really well. Um, but if they're going to survive. It's crunch time for them now. They, they've got to start getting some results because to be on four points at this stage of the season is is bad. Um, but as I've said, they're a young side, though. You, you look at that team, I, th- I think they're the youngest in the Premier League, I believe. I'm sure I saw a statistic to, to suggest that, that they are the youngest uh, as an average, which I, th- I think shows when you watch Burnley. They look quite naive for the Premier League. 
when you when we talk about the gulf of difference between the championship and the Premier League, I always find that the big difference is that it's um, ruthless in the Premier League. Like mistakes, they're just you're just punished all the time. The championship, you can get away with it a little bit because of the quality. It's just the, the, the depth of quality in the Premier League is so so vast, and, and the amount of um, top draw players we've got, they just they just don't they're unforgiving. They get a sniff of goal, and the reality is they're probably going to take it. And I just think that Burnley are, are suffering from that a little bit. That they're, they're they're trying ideas out, they're trying to play their their way, which I really respect. Really respect. I like the fact they're saying, "No, this is how we want to play our football. We like to play football on the ground. We play out from the back. We play nice football." I really like that, and I like the young philosophy as well. Getting the players that are going to build a side. I'm all for that. But I do think it comes at a price sometimes as well. If you, when you're playing against the likes of you know, Premier League teams, I mean, and then there's a lot of them. You know, a lot of when I say Premier League, very good sides that will punish you. And I just think that's where they've suffered this season. And their home form has been shocking. Um, you know, I think it's six defeats, isn't it, uh, out of six? So really poor. So, um, and I just think that they're a side that suffer um, because of that a little bit. I think that's that's caught them out. Um, Vincent Company, to his credit, though, when he's been questioned about that and his style, is he going to change it? Um, and he's refuted that. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. We're not going to change our way. We want to play the way that we, we you know, we, we believe in. I, I'm all for that to an extent. You see, so if I was a Burnley fan, and I've, you know, I'm I, Burnley fans watching this, I, you know, I've got, no, I'm not criticising the club at all. I've got really, I'm, you know, hired them in high regard for what they've done. Um, but I would be a little bit frustrated, I've got to be honest, because I'd be thinking to myself, yeah, it's great to be playing that way. But I think sometimes you need to just be be a bit clever as well. You know, just think to yourself, look, we're going to have to be a bit smart and to try and get some points because they need points now. Um, because if they carry on the way they're going, of course, they're going to get relegated. Um, I, I genuinely think they're going to anyway. I think I think uh, looking at the way the, the league's shaping up already this season, I think they're going to really struggle. They're going to have to turn things around fast. Because there I say it, they'll, they'll look at the West Ham fixture on paper and see this possibly as an opportunity. That's not to suggest that, you know, West Ham are a, a walkover or anything like that, but they may see a team that have struggled a bit of late, struggled for form. You know, our last away game, Brentford, uh, you know, we were 2-1 up, ended up losing 3-2, really poor performance, uh, especially the second half. Um, they'll get a bit of encouragement from that, I feel. And if they're going to start getting to points, they need to do it. So I think West Ham are going to be up against it today. I think Burnley will give West Ham a serious game. I, I, I do not think they're just going to roll over at all. I think it's going to be um, an interesting one. However, with that in mind, and when I was doing this preview and looking at their statistics and looking at some highlights of Burnley, um, in terms of how they can see goals, I think that might play into West Ham's hands if that's their mindset. If they're going into this game thinking we've got to win, we've got to get the three points and this is a team that we can beat, I'd like to think actually that's how they will go into this game because I think that's where they could be at their weakest because I think West Ham can counter-attack very well against a side like this. So, um, in terms of uh, the manager, um, Vince, Vincent Company, as I've said, I really rate him. Uh, a manager I, I think is going to do well in his career. I think he's, he's proving that he's, he's a very astute guy. You know, he did very well last season, as I've said. I really hope they stick with him. I think they will. I'd, 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 really, I'd be really gutted for him and the club, actually, if they were to part ways at some stage of season. I think it's sometimes um, a kind of given a little bit in terms of certain clubs because of their uh, desperation to stay in the top flight. 
And I think that Vincent Company could find himself a little bit under pressure at some stage just because of that, because whether the owners will think, look, we, we really want to stay in the Premier League now and we're not getting enough points. They might want to go down that path. I just hope they don't. I really hope they don't. I really hope that even if they have a really poor season overall points wise and get relegated, they stick with him because you look at their side and how young it is and what they're trying to build. I think that is a side for the future it's not necessarily a Premier League side yet well I, I don't think it is personally I've, I've not seen enough of them to make me think this is a side that can really stay up at the moment I just I think they're gonna if they are gonna stay up it's gonna be for the skin of their teeth um and they, as I've said they've, they've really got to start getting some points on the board um because you look at the teams around them and their other teams are looking stronger Bournemouth are looking stronger um Luton have picked up some decent results recently and put in some good performances um Everton are far stronger uh, than um than them so they're going to really start struggle I think they are going to struggle to survive this season um I, I just think that's a given now I think it's obvious you know you only got to look at the points tally I mean four from was it 12 games that is pretty shocking um but as I say I really do hope they um stick to the manager now they've lost all of their home games all of their six home games so far they have lost uh which uh, to be honest with you worries me it really does because they're due a bloody win Burnley are due a win and and as I've said I think they'll um they will go into this with a bit of a, uh, I don't know, not to say confidence, but there might maybe one eye thinking this is probably a game we can get something at. I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. West Ham haven't been great this season. We know we haven't. We started pretty well. We've really tailed off. I know with the last couple of results, we've, we've got a win, uh, a couple of wins against Olympiacos and uh, Nottingham Forest. But even Forest was tough. You know, we, we we had to work for that, really hard grind that one out. So I would, I, I that actually worries me a little bit, that statistic, because I just do think, you know, enter West Ham mode, you know. But, you know, let's wait and see. Uh, before we go to West Ham, though, a couple of players I want to talk about from Burnley. Of course, Josh Cullen. Um, I love him. I, I really respect Josh Cullen and everything he's done. I mean, I loved him at West Ham, to be honest. I think he did well. And, you know, it's always great to see an academy player. I like to see an academy player go on and, and prove himself. You know what I mean? And he's been let go by West Ham. Rightly or wrongly, whatever. I mean, I, I personally look back and think it was a mistake. Uh, overall, because he just would have fitted in well at West Ham. He'd have been, I'm not saying he would have been an exceptional first team starter, but I think he'd have been a good a good squad player to have at West Ham. He's, he's proven that. He, you know, he went abroad, did well, and elect, wasn't it? And, 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 and did a great job. He's coming to Burnley, been, been a consistent player for them. I'm just really, really pleased for him uh, as a guy, and, um, and good luck to him. Um, it's, it's just great to see him in the Premier League. It really is. It's nice to see players go on and achieve things and do well. Um, and it's just at West Ham's loss, you know, we we we, uh, we we were probably a bit too soon to to draw a line under him and say, yeah, no, not quite for us. But yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I, as I say, I've, I've nothing respect for him and I really hope he continues to do really well and his career to flourish. Um, Josh Brownhill is a player I really like as well uh, from Burnley. I think he's a decent player. Um, he seems to be one of their kind of key cogs, you feel, um, in that Burnley side. I, th- I think without him... They really would struggle. Uh, I think he's kind of a, a a little bit of a dictator on the game for them. Uh, and yeah, again, a, a, another player you look at with their squad, and they've got a very young squad and some very good players. But I just think he kind of stands out for me as a decent. He, he comes across like a Premier League player actually for me, Brown. Who I think he could do a job uh, at a fair few clubs. I do, I do rate him. He's a good player. Um, and obviously, their their striker Lyle Foster, who's actually scored uh, three goals already this season. He's their, their top goal scorer. He's got a couple of assists as well. Um, decent young player. I think, um, again, th- these are sort of players I look at and think he's not the finished article yet, 
far from it. And I think I actually think there's a few of these players in that Burnley side, regardless whether they stay up or not. This season's done them with a world of good, a, a well bit, a bit of experience to play top level football. Um, so you know, if, if you put the if I put in like um, a sort of what I imagine would happen, um, a sort of prediction in my mind, if, if they, let's just say they get relegated, they stick with Vincent Company. And they keep the core of that side together, which I think they would anyway. Because as I said, I don't, I don't see an abundance of Premier League players there as such. I see like young up and coming players that probably will be Premier League players. So you'd, you'd imagine they'd probably hang on to pretty much all the side. And then again, I just think they would. I think they would comfortably deal with the Championship again. And then if you think if they went down and come back up again, I just think the experience of being here before, they'd, they'd know it a bit better. They'd, they'd be stronger, bigger guys, a bit older, wiser. And I think then you might have a bit more of a Premier League side in your hands. Um, and I think Lyle Foster is one of those, really. I think he's a player that if they can sort of keep him at the club, I think he could um, he could do good things. I think he's a good player. And as I say, he's, he's not done too bad so far this season in, in, a, in a struggling side, which I think says a lot. Um, so, yeah, um, on to West Ham then. Uh, to say, we're going to this on the back of two wins, uh, which was massively needed really important that we got those results um because we were obviously on a very low moment if we'd lost to Nottingham Forest and let's be honest we were losing in the second half uh 2-1 obviously we turned it around pretty pretty quick but if we, let's just say we'd lost that game I think we could have gone to 16th I'm right I'm thinking we're ninth at the moment so it shows how tight the league is um it also above us as well I mean it, literally I think a couple of wins and we could be you know very looking very very comfortable um, in, in terms of a, a league position in, in a strong position at this stage of the of this of the year and the season so it is tight so it was very important that West Ham got those three points against um Forest of course on the Sunday before we uh broke uh up for the international break and then of course you've got the um uh the win against Olympiacos I think another home win um, it wasn't the most, you know, the most attractive game in the world, but again, a win to win, and it was important. I, f- I feel like we needed that. We need that boost before we went into this international break. Um, it's not been the best, though, is it? This international break. Let's be honest; it's been actually pretty disastrous. When you think of West Ham, it's been uh, quite eventful. I mean, you look at uh, Vladimir Sufal, obviously sent home from um, the Czech Republic for going out on the piss. It doesn't really affect West Ham. It's, it's not ideal. Um, a bit, a bit. Um, possibly, might be a bit awkward between him and Suchek because Suchek's a captain. Don't forget, the Czech Republic. It'd be interesting to know what the conversations were had because Suchek did talk about it. Actually, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be overly angry and upset with him for long. But he, he clearly affected because he did mention he was clearly affected by it because he said, um, you know, it, we're a team here. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't great, and he was he didn't know much about it. He was really disappointed. So it's which you'd expect it from a captain anyway, but uh, it's just not great. But I'd, as, as a West Ham point of view, I don't think it has meant much bearings on the whole situation at all. Um, of course, then we've got the injuries, which have been, yeah, interesting to say the least. I mean, we've got a bit of an update on those. Uh, Antonio, um, there was a lot of talk that he was going to be out for a year, wasn't it? Nine months, a year, uh, he'd done his knee and all this. I, I, I really want to emphasise that it's one of those that, and I've learned this from sort of once I've started doing this stuff uh, for the West Ham way and what have you, is that you really just sometimes need to just wait for the news because the amount of rubbish you get told and people jump and get all excited about it, it, it can be really um, quite frustrating actually at times because because even I, I mean, I'm for one, I, I'll believe it myself. You know what I mean? I'm reading this and I'm seeing nine, Antonio's out for nine months, serious knee injury, all this sort of stuff. You're thinking, oh God, this is all we need. You know what I mean? And 
but it's not. It wasn't. I mean, it's, we always have to wait, 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 wait. I was advised to wait until the news was confirmed. Anyway, it doesn't look like it's too serious. In fact, more, David Moyes has already come out and said that Antonio could be back within a fortnight. So, no, it doesn't sound like there's anything to be too concerned about there. But it is an injury to Antonio nonetheless, which means he'll miss this game. Uh, and, and to be honest, if it goes back to a video I did uh, not too long ago about Antonio and the frustration of him with this with this Jamaica stuff, I, I, it still frustrates me, I've got to be honest, because I just think it's causing a hindrance for West Ham. And I think this international break proved it. But it is what it is. Look, I'm not going to, I'm not here to talk about that. Um, Jared Bowen, of course, um, was touch and go and still is, I believe. But from what I understand, I think he'll play. I think uh, we've heard pretty positive reports out of the fact that it, it's not serious. Um, I understand that he didn't train on Thursday. I think he may well have trained on Friday. My gut says he'll play. I mean, I'll do the team in a minute, what I think is going to be the team, uh, what I would pick anyway. But I, my gut feeling is that Bowen will be available today. Um, whether he's not, he'll start, I'm not sure. But I, I do believe he'll be involved in some, some, some capacity. Uh, Mohamed Kudus, of course, as well, is another doubt. Um, away in international duty, he had to fly bloody miles. I mean, I think the long old flight um, when he was going to play for Ghana. Of course, he didn't. He he came off injured, didn't he? Um, no, no, sorry, no. It was that he he hurt his back uh, in training. He complained of a back complaint. He then came on as a substitute. So it, it, I don't think it's anything. Again, I don't think it's anything serious, but it's just not very ideal that we've got a few little niggles and problems in the side. But it is football, and that's what you get. It's, it's life. Got to deal with that. That's just part and parcel of it. Especially when you've got a team that's got a, a full of internationals. That's what we want to be. We want to be a top side. Unfortunately, that's the drawback, isn't it? That you get these international breaks, and pretty much your whole squad goes off to play. So, and you're always keeping your fingers crossed. But uh, unfortunately, this time round, this international break hasn't gone great because we've got a few injuries uh, to deal with. Um, but it is what it is. Um, and also, bearing in mind, I've got to be honest, the last international break we had. Although we came back without any injuries, it was a terrible knock to our momentum, wasn't it? We, we, we really lost our form. So that's, we really do not want that to happen this time around. I'm not saying we were in great form before this, but it'd be nice to kick on, wouldn't it? To start, come back for the international break, get three points on the board, just give that lift and then we can get a gap and running. Because I don't believe now we have an international break until February, I think. So uh, that, that's good. But it means we've got a crunch run of games. Of course, we've got European football as well. So, yeah, it's a big run. And we've got to, it'd be nice to kick off with a, a, a decent result. And let's be honest, playing a team at the bottom of the league, then we need to take advantage of it. Um, as I said earlier regarding Burnley, I think when you look at the way that they play um, and Vincent Company's philosophy, which I really like and really respect, I think it will actually play into West Ham's hands if that is their mindset today, which I think it will be. I think their mindset will be if I'm, you know, I'm just imagining here. I'm a fly on the wall in their in their um, training ground. I imagine they're going to try and attack West Ham. They want to win this game. I don't think Vincent Company is going to set up to play a low block and defend the game and play counter. I just don't think he will. I don't think that's how Burnley play. They're at home. He'll want to get a win. So, and of course, I've said four points out of 12 games is, is terrible. They're going to need three points out of this, really. They, well, they've got to get in some points. So, with that in mind, they're going to need to start getting some goals. I just, I, these are factors that I think actually play into our hands. I really do. It's actually given me more confidence the fact that they need the result. I think that we can, we can, we can take advantage of that and um, uh, exploit that, really. And, and that's what I'm hoping will be the case. Um, of course, uh, West Ham's situation depends who plays. But I, my gut feeling is with or without Jared Bowen, we should be winning this game. That, that's how I feel. Um, that's not no discredit to um, Burnley. 
this week I've actually been feeling a little bit anxious about the game purely on the basis that they've you know not won a game at home all season. They're on four points, and you just think, oh, this is this is typical West Ham banana skin moment. You know, you just know that you. How many times has West Ham done that? How many times has West Ham come to the rescue of top sides and come in and put in a poor performance and they go and get the win they desperately needed or the player got the goal that he desperately needed, etc., etc. Um, but building up to this preview, obviously I have to do a fair bit of um, planning and looking into Burnley and I've seen it, I've seen it a couple of times this season already and um, and really just looking at West Ham, I've got to be honest, looking at our squad, I just think we've got too much. It, it just gives me confidence. And I, as I say, in the way that they play, it just gives me confidence. I, I really do think that's going to be the shift. And, and it's it, West Ham have to take advantage today. We really do. We cannot afford to drop points against sides that are down the bottom of the league. We can't. If we want to be considered a side that's chasing top six football this season, then you can't be dropping points against sides like Burnley, I'm afraid. It's just, it's just we can't do. Um, another note I want to make as well before this is uh, Dubai Mabama. Um, these are games, he needs to be involved. I, I, I've kind of, Got a bit exhausted with this whole um, David Moyes situation regarding playing younger players. It is It is becoming quite a draining subject and quite a sore one, actually. He needs to start playing these players. Divine Obama, it's come out, it's clearly wants to stay at West Ham, OK? He's, he's not interested in money and all that kind of stuff. He just wants to be playing football. We've got an injury to Antonio now for the next couple of weeks. Get him involved in this side. Start getting him, giving him a chance. I'm not suggesting that he has to start the game. But I'll come to that in a minute, but he could well do. And if there's an option for him to start, then he should be. Danny Ings can't be the next in line. He can't be. He just can't be. I know that he bloody is for David Moyes, but he can't be really. I mean, it's got to start. The club have got to start putting a bit of pressure on Moyes, really, and saying, look, we want to keep these players. You've got to start playing them. That's where Mabama's frustration is. And um, I want to see him in the squad today. And I want to see him, I want to see him out there. I want to see him get an opportunity. And, and, he, and for me, there's an opportunity for him to start if uh, other um, factors are at play. So, Let's go into the team and prediction. Now, as always, we're going to give away uh, an item from our shop. Um, so we've got some mugs, got bits and pieces on there. I'll let you know what, what we're going to do. Uh, so all you've got to do is predict your, put your team down, put your prediction down, and the winner goes into a draw, and then we'll pick you out, and we'll send you uh, an item from our shop, free of charge, of course, as a prize. Um, this is my team. I'm going for Ariola in goal. Um, back four, I'm going to go same old. I'm going to go, I'm going to go safe here. I'm going to play Soufal right back. Um as long as he's over his hangover. Um, Soufal, Zuma, Agurd and Emerson. I want to keep some consistency there. Um, Mavropanos, I was con- contemplating, but no, I, I just want to see our, our standard. I think that's going to be important today. And I, I've got a feeling he says that's what we will see. Um, Edson Alvarez, a defensive midfield, stand in front of the defence, of course, as usual. He had a good international break. He scored a winner for Mexico. I don't know if you've seen that, but that was brilliant to see see him um, celebrate like he did. He was, you know, chuffed and yeah, it's brilliant. Good, good player for us. He's vital. Um, I'm playing Suchek alongside him today. I think that we want a bit of height. I want to see, and I actually think they, I think they pair quite well. <clears throat> I think the way that Alvarez plays allows Suchek to go forward. Um, I just think it's a good pairing. So I'm going to play rather than play Wall Prowse next to Alvarez. I'm going to play Suchek. I'm going to play Wall Prowse more advanced in the middle. I want him to start distributing the ball and dictating play a bit. And I miss him being a bit more involved uh, at the higher end of the pitch. Um, start of the season, he was banging the goals in. Um, he always seemed to be there. At the moment, he's been playing too deep. And I just want to see him being given more of an advanced role. So I want to see him take that kind of number 10 role today. You know, play midfield, but just uh, and have Suchek and Alvarez sort of protecting. Um, as I say, Suchek can advance as well. 
um, a little bit more. But I think our, um, our Will Prowse would be vital there. I'd like to see him distribute the ball out a little bit more, you know, to the wings. So that's what I'm going for. Now, this is the, on the basis that Bowen is fit and Kudus is fit. I'm playing Kudus out on the right. Bowen through the middle and Paqueta on the left. And I would be saying to these three that, you know, you, you need to um, manoeuvre around. I, I really think we need to confuse defences with our front three. I think it's important. Um, and that, for me, is the, the, the best team for today. Um, now, I will say, if Kudus is unavailable and if Jared Bowen is unavailable, I'm obviously going to bring two more players in. The two I'm going to bring in is Divine Mabama. Um, to play through the middle. I, I don't want to play see Danny Ings playing. I do not want to see Danny Ings playing anymore. I, I, he doesn't fit our system. I'm not having a go at Danny Ings, by the way. I, I actually feel really sorry for him. He's, he's, he's come to this football club. Don't get me wrong, he's on a bloody high wage, so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm sure that'll cushion the blow a little bit. But I do feel for him. You know, I mean, he's come to West Ham and he's, it just hasn't worked. Still. It doesn't fit the system. Stupid signing for West Ham, really, overall. Um, and... He's not, he's not offering us anything. He doesn't offer anything. So what's the point? Give Mabama a chance now. Let him give him a chance. Let over the next two weeks, right? Let's say let's say two to three weeks while Antonio's injured. Give Mabama that free. Say, this is now your opportunity to show me that you're you are going to be a Premier League striker. You are going to be West Ham's leading man soon. He, I'm sure he'll grab it. What's the point in playing Danny Ings, who West Ham are dying to get rid of, really? Uh, he didn't want to be here. I can't imagine he wants to be at West Ham. He must be desperate to move on. I'm sure that we'll try and flog him in January. But, I mean, whether we... We're going to get rid of him for those wages. That, uh, I think we're paying 120 a week. Who's going to bloody pay that? Ridiculous. But, sorry, I'm digressing here. But I, I, Mabama, for me, needs to be involved. 100%. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my uh, feeling on that in terms of if Bowen's injured. That's what I'll be doing. Uh, and if Kudus is injured, then I want to see um, Max Cornet playing. Uh, another player that I've... I've become very frustrated with, not necessarily with him, but just the situation. I, I put up a tweet uh, a few days ago, and it was a, it was clips of him in Bur- uh, playing for Burnley and some of his goals that he scored for them, some of them brilliant. And you just, I actually forgot what a good player he is, you know, and I'm getting a bit fed up with it. We paid all this money for him, and you know, I'm not saying we paid an absolute fortune, but we paid, we paid a, you know, 17 million, I think it was, for him, and... We're not utilising him. What's, what's, the, what's the point? You know what I mean? It just feels like we're just wasting our time here. Like, give the guy a chance. And he's, you know, African Cup, African Cup of Nations is coming up in, in the new year. He wants to be involved in that. He's not going to be, is he? Like, you know, so, no, I, I, these are players I want to start seeing being integrated. There's no keep, There's no point in keep putting Fournells and Ings involved. Fournells is, uh, you know, clearly he's going to be on his way soon. I mean, I'm going wrong. I love Pablo Fournells. Lovely guy. And I still think he can do a job for West Ham. But, I just want to see a bit more oomph, a bit more pace, a bit more excitement. You know, let's do something different. Stop just playing the same old, you know, with Moyes. And I've, so that would be my feeling. Anyway, so just to recap my team, now I've had my moan. Um, Ariola in goal, Soufal, Zuma, Agurd, Emerson, Alvarez and Suchik in midfield, Walprouse playing more advanced ahead of them, Bowen up front, Kudus on the right and Paqueta out on the left. Um, and I'm going to go for my predictions today. Now, this has been an interesting one because I've been, as I've said, a little bit anxious about this game, but now I've got my head screwed on a little bit more and thinking a bit more factual, looking at the statistics of the game and looking at the lineups and weighing it all up. I think West Ham will win this game. Um, You know, yeah, I do think we're going to win. I'm going to go 2-0 West Ham. So please put your predictions in. Um, Also, before we wrap this up, Christmas jumper is available. Should have done it at the beginning of the video. Forgot all about it. Um, it's available for 28 quid on our shop. I put the link below. Um, I tell you what, I'm really like this jumper. I really like it. In fact, I'm going out on Thursday for a Christmas get together. Um, 
staying sober, of course, as I'm off the, the booze. Um, which I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear my Christmas jumper down the pub. And I'm really looking forward to it. See some of my mates. So, yeah, that's the plan. Um, look, get your predictions in. As I said, you enter the prize draw. But big game today. And I think if we get this right, I think if we can... If we could just capitalise on the fact they desperately need a win, I think we can get a, a result over the line. So, yeah, come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network.